So as we've seen, we're continuing our, our series of a time for giving. We're looking at, at Christmas time. We're looking at Christmas being a time for giving. Uh, and for you and I, that sort of means of giving of presents and, and, and buying gifts and food and all those usual things. But here in church, we, we understand that this is a time where we think back of the time where he gave something. And we, we remembered it this morning about the time that God gave the greatest gift, his, his son. And, and what that brought was so many different things. And, and we see on the back, we, we spoke about it last week, we spoke on the love, that love came down into the world. And, and love is in your life right now. If you, if you want, you can have love in your life by just saying yes to Jesus, accepting him for who he is. And we're going to look at this next idea of joy that Joy was brought into the world and, and Eve, read, Eve shared from Luke chapter 2. If you have your Bible, jump to Luke chapter 2. It's verse 8 to 14 and it's a passage I think I read last week as well, but it's the Christmas story. And, and as these guys got up and shared with their cardboard testimonies, some of them were sharing of, of how God had brought joy back into their life, that, that mourning was turned into dancing because of the joy that he brought. And that's what he brings. And we wanna, I want to encourage you with that tonight. But Luke chapter 2, verse 8 says that that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them and they were terrified, rightly so. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. And this is something that, that we, you could almost rhyme this off because it's every single nativity, it's every time someone reads this, we know that what he says. But let's actually read the words. He says, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. I bring news that will bring great joy, not just to you, not just to the shepherds, not just to the people of this time, but I bring great, I bring news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this. Um, you will find a baby wrapped it snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a choir of the men from the Sunday church who said they would be there on the Monday night. The armies of heaven. That's, there's the name, Paul, there's the name. The armies of heaven. That's blasphemous, forgive me. Um, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. And so joy, we're talking about joy tonight and nothing brings us more joy will coming up to Christmas than, and you can think I'm about to bring the real Christian message, but I'm not. Nothing brings us great joy like the Christmas food shopping. Oh, it's a great time. Your mum goes out, or mum or dad or whoever, and they always spend like 50 to 60 pound more than they usually each week. And, and I, I talk about this all the time, that for, in our house, there's specific foods that come out just at Christmas. And some of these, these are like household items you have weekly, but like Pringles come out just at Christmas for us. Pringles, you know it's Christmas when Pringles in our house. Schlur, apparently the Johnsons just stock up on Schlur. If Schlur had any percentage of alcohol in it, they'd be on their backs. It was at 79p the other week, so Schlur comes out at Christmas. It's the Christian Christmas drink. And um, what else? Matchmakers, they're out by their, their dozen. Um, Ferrero Rocher, if you're a wee bit of money behind you. Um, <laughs> what else? Cr turkey and ham and, and all those stuffing. Oh, it's amazing. 
But the best thing that, that came about, uh, the, the sort of the food side of Christmas, was when Galaxy and, and Nestle thought, do you know what, just a wee bar of dairy milk's not enough, or a wee bar of Galaxy's not enough. So they sat together, and I believe the people at Galaxy and, and, and Nestle put their heads together and prayed that the Holy Spirit would rain down, and he did in the form of celebrations and roses and Quality Street and miniature heroes. And you, right now we could say you're either a, a miniature heroes person or you're a celebrations, but we'll let you can discuss that this week in life groups, or you're a roses person, or you're a, a quality street person, see as long as there's sweets in the thing, I don't care what you give me, like just don't give me a thing with wrappers, and so come up to the Christmas season, and I love nothing more than just sitting down on the sofa with a blanket and a film, loads of new films are coming out at Christmas, I love sitting down, a cup of tea, wee glass of schlur, and a box of celebrations, and they get consumed in one box at a time. Like, but it's Christmas. Calories don't count at Christmas. Isn't that right? Yeah, amen, amen. Um, and so going through the Christmas season, Christmas day, all you do is eat. Box a day, all you do is eat. And you just treat every day after that the same. And you just keep eating and eating and eating. And so you just sit and watch, I just sit and watch films and eat food and eat boxes of sweets. And I remember a couple of years ago, I decided to sit down and do this. So it was, I don't know where the family were. They probably left me. Um, And then I decided, great, prime opportunity. I'm going to sit down and have a wee movie night by myself, top of celebration. So I sat down, put the movie in, hit play. Or, yeah, hit play. Went and got my cup of tea. We glass of slur for afterwards because it wasn't a school night. Um, Decided to go to sit and watch a wee film. Blanket round me. Here we go, about to start. Pull back the celebrations tub. No sweets. <laughs> Do you know what there was? A sewing kit. <laughs> sewing kits. We're all laughing because it's true. Who's the first person decided that's the box for the sewing kit? But then why do we all follow that? <laughs> so no one trusts a box of celebrations anymore. You go in the house, in someone's house, sewing kit, isn't it? We sewing kit. And so I, I don't even want a sweet anymore, celebrations. No, you're a liar. You've sewing kits in there and you don't even sew. But then I, I, I started having trust issues. This is, it's affecting my life, guys. Pray for me. Um, but... Then I started to think that this, this sewing kit, this celebration sewing kit box, sort of represents sometimes my, our lives. Sometimes we, what's, the, what's your sewing kit box? What's your one thing that, that you put your joy into? You hope that will bring you joy. And then one day it could just let you down. One day you could just peel that back and it just, it doesn't bring you that joy anymore. For us, there's so many different things we're talking about there, but food really does bring us so much joy, guys. Food brings us joy. But we know that it, it won't always bring us joy. It won't consistently. Sometimes it can frustrate us. Sometimes it can let us down. Or what about people? Being in relationships with people or having attention from people or relationships, that can bring us joy. We can seek joy from that. We can seek comfort from that. But if you've ever been in here and you, as Chip was saying, you look at your story, maybe your story is you've been hurt by people and they actually didn't bring you joy. They let you down. They hurt you. The people who were supposed to be there for you let you down and hurt you. Or maybe it's money, maybe it's shopping, maybe it's these things where you like to to get at the end of the month, you get your paycheck and you feel secure and it brings you joy for a wee while, or you like going and buying stuff and it brings you that wee bit of comfort and joy, but it won't always be there, it won't consistently let you down because sometimes it frustrates you. Or maybe it's alcohol, 
Maybe alcohol numbs the, the, the taste of life. It numbs the, the anger or the frustration or the stress of life. And it, it brings you a wee bit of joy, but then at times it, it lets you down as well. And these are the things, guys, that sometimes bring us joy. What about attention of people? Just getting self-esteem from people. People giving you a pat on the back. And if everyone has their thumbs up for me, if I've got the opinions of everyone else liking me, then that brings me joy and I'm okay. But then we also know that at times that can let us down. People can let us down. And so we come to this idea of you've got a choice then in life. What you can do is you can go through life frustrated, just waiting for something to bring joy into your life. Something to bring joy into your life. And it mightn't even be consistent. It might just be for a short period of time. We keep putting your joy in something that can let us down. Or the other choice you can make is you can try and find your joy in something that can never let you down. Imagine finding your joy in someone who would never, ever let you down, who, who not just wouldn't let you down, but couldn't let you down. It's not part of their character to fail you. Or someone, imagine finding your joy in someone that always delights in giving to you. It's not a frustration. It's not them sacrificing anything. They just love giving to you. That's someone you can find your joy in. And that's what we want to look at in the next five, 10 minutes here before we wrap up. Next five or 10 minutes of when the angel said, I'm coming to bring you news that will bring great joy. This is what he was talking about. Something that could bring you joy that would last forever. Something that could bring you joy that would last eternity and would never let you down and would never fail you. And I want to make a few observations about this, about what joy is. And the first one is this, is joy is not an outcome. Joy is not an outcome, is not found, sorry, in outcomes. Joy is found in Jesus Joy is not found in your outcomes. Joy is found in Jesus. You see, your outcomes can be up and down. You can wake up and the outcome of that day could be a good day. And so what you do is, well, it's a good day, so I have joy today. But what if you wake up and you have a bad day? Or what if you don't get paid that bonus you thought you were going to get? Or what if you come into church and people don't come and hug around you or give you all the attention you deserve? Then, well, it's not a, I'm not having a good day. I'm not having a joyful day. But that's happiness, church. That's what happiness is. Happiness is based on your outcomes. Happiness is based on whether things go for you. If it goes for you, then I'm happy. If people are all huddled around me, then it's good. If I lost that wee bit of weight, then it's all good. Happiness, happiness. But joy is something that can be eternal. Joy is something you can have every single day of your life. Because when you realize it's found in Jesus and not in your outcomes, then you will have joy every single day of your life. But we need to go searching in the right places for it. We need to go searching for joy in Jesus. Because all these things will fail. All these things, people will let you down. I will let you down. Family members will let you down. Money will let you down. Alcohol will let you down. All of these things that we think will bring us eternal joy will eventually let you down, guaranteed. But if you choose to find your joy in Him, I can guarantee He will never let you down and try it. Test it and see. Test it and see and watch him never fail. People got up here and shared testimonies of how he's never failed them. We sing that song that you've never failed and you won't start now. He's never failed and he's not going to start now in your life. And I, I ask you to test it. Put, try and find your joy in him and it will never, ever, ever fail you. He'll never, ever, ever let you down. You'll have joy every single day of your life. The second observation I want to make is this, is joy is not the absence of suffering, but the presence of God. 
Joy is not the absence of suffering, but the presence of God. And you see, what we think, and even when you look back at this, this time in the Bible, when, when the angel come and declared that, that joy has come, that Jesus is here, I bet you they thought, oh great, the Messiah is here, my life's gonna be better. Or maybe you're in here and you, you, you remember when you became a Christian and you woke up the next morning and you still had struggles, you still had difficulties, you still had tough times, you still had to pay the rent, you still had to pay bills, you still went through sickness. And you're like, this isn't the life I signed up to. Jesus meant to come and take away my suffering. Jesus meant to come and take away issues. And the only issue with that is, guys, is see, as long as Jesus takes away your suffering, you're just gonna be joyful as, as long as he keeps taking away your suffering. And then when suffering comes, well, I'm down the dumps again, I've lost that joy. But Jesus, I'll wait until he takes that suffering away. Where Jesus says, no, 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 what I want to do is change your perspective. And I want to allow you to remember that I am coming down into your suffering so you can have joy right here. That's why the Bible, that's why the, Jesus came into the world so that he could teach us that joy isn't about just suffering being taken away from you. Joy is about how, you sh- how I live in your life in the midst of your suffering, that you may be going through real tough financial difficulty. You may be going through family breakups. You may be going through sickness to the point of death, but I am in the midst of your suffering. I am here with you. And if you will keep your eyes fixed on me, then you can have joy in every sense of the way because I am with you. People may leave you, people may not be in the the hurt, people may know that you're staying awake at night crying, but I am here with you. And if you will only realize that I love you and I have a plan and a purpose for you, despite the suffering, you will find joy. You will find joy in the darkest of times when you realize that I am there. It's like, have you ever had where... I haven't got to this point yet, I've only been driving awake, but you break down or you're, in, you, you're lost and you don't know where to turn or you don't know where to go and you need help and so you phone someone and you're like, I'm a wee bit lost, I don't know what to do or I don't know where to go or have something broken, I need you to give me directions or instructions how to fix it and so they're talking down the phone to you and it's a wee bit comforting but it's not great because you're still there by yourself and then have they ever turned up to where you are, have they actually drove to where you are to pick you up or come in to where you are to help fix that situation? There's such a sad relief. It's like, oh, I'm not the only one here. Someone's actually come. My dad's come. My mom's come. My granny or granda's come. My uncle has come. And he's actually physically with me here. That's what it's like with Jesus every step of the way. No matter what you're going through, if you're going into a hospital appointment, worrying about the outcome, he is with you there. And joy has with you because Jesus is joy and Jesus is with you. If you've got a letter about your finances and you're worrying, he is with you and he knows and he is sovereign and he is not surprised. If we will just realize that joy is not about the absence of your suffering, but it's about the presence of God in the midst of your suffering. That's why he comes, church. That's why we celebrate Jesus came. I bring good news that Jesus has come down into your brokenness, down into your mess, down into your sin, down into your shame. And he is here and that is the joy. The final observation is this. Joy is not about your circumstances. It's about what you're made of. Joy is not about your circumstances. And with this, I'm going to finish. It's about what you're made of. I I read this quote, and this is where this is based off. I read this quote. It sounds a wee bit daft, but go with me. It said, the same boiling water that softens a potato also hardens the egg. The same boiling water that softens the potato also hardens the egg. It says, you see, it's not about your circumstances. It's about what you're made of. And I think it was some real awful, like, you know, gee, up, 
start your Monday morning kind of thing. But I think there's a wee bit of truth in that, church. You see, if, you're, if you weren't a Christian in here, there's non-Christian in here, me and you could go through the same day. Me and you could go through the same situations, the same difficulties in your life. But you see, it's not the circumstance that changes, but it's actually what is inside the changes. And you see, I could go through a struggle, and some of you know because you have went through struggles worse than, than I've faced or maybe will ever face. But the only thing that kept you going was the fact that he was living inside you and he was doing a work in you and he was comforting you and he was guiding you. And maybe people around you in work noticed that, flip or something different about them. How did they go through that? How did they go through that difficulty in the family or that death, death of a, a relative? How did they do that? It was all about him because he was inside me and he brought me joy in the darkest of my days and the darkest of moments. And honestly, I don't even know how I got through it. I'm gonna ask the band to jump up here. Honestly, I don't know how I got through it. I don't know. Ask someone else. I don't really know. I should have been broken. But it was because he was there and it's because he is living in you and he brings joy to your situation and he brings joy into your brokenness and your mess because it's not about the situations or your circumstances. It's about the fact that he shows up and he is there with you. And so guys, we can carry this joy every step of the way. It doesn't just need to be a Christmas sermon. This doesn't need to be the joy to the world at Christmas. But see, January, February, March, April, when life gets really tough, you can remember that joy has came into the world and is still here. And it's not about my circumstances. It's not about the issues I face, but it's the fact that He is within me and He still is within me. He can still bring me joy because He will never fail. He's never failed and He won't start now. And so guys, I want you to walk out of this place realizing that joy lives within you. If you don't have joy, then I believe there is a leak in your relationship with Jesus if you don't have joy. Because He is in you and Jesus is joy. And yes, joy, yes, life isn't always good and yes, we always go through tough times, but He never changes. He remains faithful and He is still present in your life and you can still have joy if you will keep your eyes fixed on Him. It is a choice to focus on Him. I'm gonna pray here. I'm just gonna pray and close and then you're dismissed to go. But I want to say, if you, want, if you need prayer, there's gonna be some of us at the back, we'd love to pray with you. If you're in here and you don't know Jesus and you wanna ask some more questions, I'll be at the back, grab me. Let's talk about how you can have this joy in your life that every single day, do you know what, my life's not amazing, it's not off the high hills, but I face it with Him every day and I can wake up and have a smile on my face even though it's not going great, why? Because my joy is found in Him. It's not my circumstances and my situations and the people around me. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you that when your angel said that I bring news, joy has come into the world. Father God, that you were talking about your son, not just coming into the world, but coming into my life, God. That my Monday to Friday, that my Monday to Sunday, sorry God, the 24-7 week that I go through, no matter what comes, my joy is not determined by the outcomes of those situations. My joy is not determined by circumstances, but my joy is found in you. And so God, this Christmas season, would we keep our eyes fixed on you? Would we know that joy has come and we can all have joy, an eternal, constant choice of joy when we realize the love that you have for us, the plan and purpose for us, God, the comfort you bring into our lives, God. As we go, as we continue to fellowship the rest of this night, God, would you be lifted high, God? Would you just fill this place with joy? And so we can leave this place 
on fire for you with a different attitude, with a different perspective of life. We pray in Jesus' name.